Hello, everyone, and welcome to BMS Karate's uh, third podcast. This is uh, All About Karate Podcast. I'm here with uh, Sensei Marco. Sensei Marco, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good morning. Is it still morning? No. It's not. It's fine. It's morning somewhere. <laughs> um, he's a special guest on today's episode. We're going to be talking about uh, a number of things. I guess uh, what, one of the main things we're going to be talking about is his... Uh, well, first, Sensei Marco, who are you? Um... I've been a sensei with uh, BS, BMS Karate for a few years now. I started with Sensei Lewis when he first opened in 2009. I was a uh, junior volunteer, but still still trying to get back into the swing of things. I took some time off, came back, and I'm like, I was like, uh, you know what, Miss Karate, let's continue. But for good reasons, you've uh, you've obviously been doing something with your life. Yes, what, for sure. What is that? What is that something? I'm currently a a special constable with uh, the Toronto Community Housing Corporation, and what I do is I police communities in the uh, west end of Toronto, so anywhere from uh, Jane and Finch, uh, Lawrence Heights, and the Driftwood and Grand Ravine area, uh, patrol uh, areas where it's high crime, and I've been recently assigned to Lawrence Heights as a uh, violence reduction officer, so it's more of flooding the areas of high crime, getting to know the residents, and to ensure that the right people and visitors are in are in uh, the buildings. So, like, what's your like a regular day? So you, you suit up, you get in, your day starts. Like, what what's the first thing you do? Um, we'll book on with our sergeant. We'll uh, we'll go to a building. Um, we'll mark ourselves there as two officers on scene. Uh, we'll walk the floors and uh, we'll talk to tenants. Uh, talk to um, tenants where they're vulnerable, whether it's uh, age or any disability or if they have any uh, mental health issues. We'll do a door knock, check in on them, and then once we're once we're um, done with those tasks, we'll continue to walk through the building. If we run into people that we know that are not residents, we'll investigate them under the Trespass of Property Act or whatever other acts that we have available to us. Um, we'll investigate them if they have no lawful reason to be there. We'll kind of escort them off, give them a warning. We can issue tickets. Um, I thought you quit karate just to play video games. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> something, <laughs> something a little bit more better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems so. All right. Yeah. Um, so we're here to talk about today. Obviously, you have you have a lot of experience in the last couple of years. Uh, you've been you've been doing a lot for sure. Uh, I think what I think I want to talk about today is uh, is the karate training versus like police self defense training. I have no experience in police self self defense training myself, okay. so it, it, it's obvious what you do now, and you probably run into uh, you know some situations that are eh, tricky situations, and you may or may not have to use your either karate training or police training and stuff like that. But like the differences between karate training and police training are there like big differences are there any big similarities for sure there's definitely a lot of differences and similarities for both of them i'll start with uh, karate um when you start as a white belt you know you're learning you're learning the basics right and we all know that as uh, karate students and karate instructors you improve your your basics whether it's you know doing a warm-up working out getting fit to make your basics stronger and then once your basics are you know good you start to apply them, whether it's from a punch or a kick. You learn how to block. You learn how to counter. So lots of technique, you're saying. There's definitely a lot of technique. Uh, how to in, use your hips. In karate, for sure, for sure. And um, whether, let's say, for example, you're doing a, you're doing some sort of self-defense, right? Mm-hmm. Punch comes in. It could be a hook punch. You're learning how to block. You're learning how to counter. And your end goal ultimately is either finish the person or sort of disengage and back off 
and uh, get yourself out of harm's way. Yeah, because like so from a self-defense standpoint, a lot of people sign up for karate to be like, you know, I want it like self-preservation kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get hurt. I want to get out of situations. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, for example, in our law enforcement, um, it's a little bit more spe- specific. It's more in-depth. Um, you're learning a lot of the uh, muscle point areas, um, pressure points, which we also learn here in karate as well, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um there's just a different angle for both um, walks of life. So as, as I said, karate, you're looking to finish or disengage. Yeah. Whereas where law enforcement is, once you have some sort of compliance, the angle is to have them in handcuffs or sometimes they're not compliant. So you have to continue um, your self-defense tactics or your groundwork and you ultimately need to get them in handcuffs. Right, right. So I guess the end goal is is different. So the tra- the training's got to be different because karate is self preservation. You want to get out, whereas your job is to is to get them in cuffs and 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 contain sh- the situation. For sure, for sure. So with, for self defense, we we how many times have you done a punch in your life since you was up like a punch on a pad or something? Any, any sort of punch, uh-huh. punch on the spot. Like a hundred thousand punches, probably. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. But now, if you were to defend yourself and you were to use one of those punches on someone. What do you think that angle would be? I don't know. I probably wouldn't think. I just like, exactly. I don't know, just come out, right? Exactly. So now with that being said, that's years and years and years of repetition and practice and conditioning. Whereas with law enforcement training, it's this is how you do it. This is when you do it. This is how to do it. And these are the steps that you take after it's done. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, so end, end goal is very different. More control-based, I guess, self-defense training. So in, in police self-defense training, I guess you do like... You know, if someone swings at you with a knife or something, you grab their arm. Where do you go from there? You get to the floor. How to cuff them from there? For sure. Yeah, we don't we don't do much of that in karate training. Yeah, I don't think I've ever taught you how to cuff someone. Nope, I can teach you. No, oh, hey, all right, full circle, man. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, so in terms of positive, so I think the next question is, what positive things have you obtained from both trainings? Okay. Um, obviously, whatever walks of life or what area you practice self-defense whether it's in martial arts or law enforcement or or anything you're going to take something from everything so with that being said is karate i learned a lot about um confidence self-awareness um respect and being able to how to talk to people um you know just just being able to read someone's body language um police training it's more uh cut and dry i'd say it's like I said, this is how you do it. This is when you do it. Yeah. Um, it's more it's more instinct when it comes to um, karate. Whereas if you ever put into a situation, for example, this is how you react. Now I was I was able to take what I learned from karate and apply it to my my work ethics. So with that being said, if I'm ever investigating someone, whether it be in a lobby, in a stairwell, in an elevator, um, environment plays a huge factor. And when you're in that environment you need to be able to read that person's body language really quickly um because things can change in an instant and you always need to be ready oh escalate super fast i'm sure right exactly and you know what's also good we practice that here right um for example sparring you don't know when someone's gonna throw a punch but you know it's coming you're ready for it yeah you're ready for it so now you need to have that mentality when you're on the streets or ever with someone that you've never ran into before you need to be ready for anything so police training really what's involved with police training is everything that you need 
to de-escalate the situation, uh, get people into the position you need them to be into so that every, the, this, the entire situation is de-escalated. Um, you get the cuffs on, you, you do whatever you need to do so there's no harm on anyone but karate training is because it's like an ongoing long kind of process like it changes your personality it builds your character kind of thing right so police training is is great for for what it is but karate training as like an add-on as like an additional training element would really be beneficial oh for sure for sure having having my what 15 years of martial arts background it goes a long way i'm re i'm really confident when it comes to investigating people i'm able to de-escalate situations very very quick I mean, I'm, I'm in areas where people don't like law enforcement, right? They, they don't like the uniform. Yeah, um, yeah. It's unfortunate, but at the end of the day, you're there to solve their problems as confrontational as it could be. Um, my, my first goal is to build rapport with them. You know, I'm a person just like them sort of thing, right? So being able to connect with them on that yeah. level, yeah. that's really, really imperative to get right off the bat. Um, it calms them down right off the start and being able to talk to someone, um, that's huge because... When I first started karate, I was very to myself. I was very shy. I wasn't really um, interactive with people. But you know, as the years went on, I learned how to you know be a little bit more confident, being able how to put myself out there, learn how to talk to people. Well, you're also interacting with people from all walks of life in an actual karate class, right? For sure. For you know, sure. People sign up for different reasons, right? Some mm -hmm. people sign up because they're either getting bullied at school or something, or some others have. Uh, extra energy that they want to you know they want to blow off some steam in karate right for so sure. you meet people from all walks of life i'm sure that helps exactly because there's a lot of similarities for that as well um like you said in karate we're dealing with people here and we're teaching them from old age young age uh, people with uh, uh disabilities it, it's everything and i encounter and experience that every day in my uh work habits as well yeah so, okay, so if, if karate training were to implement some kind of elements uh, of the police training, what do you think those elements should be? Like, what can, what can we change to make things more, I guess, real? Um, I would say, I think the biggest thing would be your environment in which you're applying the self-defense tactics. Uh, for example, um, our, our dojo space here and dojos that we all have, um, they're very, they're very spacious, right? You have, you have a lot of room to work with, but now have you ever done self-defense on a flight of stairs? Have you ever done? <laughs> no. Have you ever done, um, self-defense in an elevator? So it's, it's situations where you can find yourself uncomfortable. Oh, that'd be fun. We could do it like elevator self-defense one day. We just have to maybe do this in this office or like back up against the wall. Yeah, we can do that too. Like some of our katas have one guy like Teki Shodan. Apparently your back's up against the wall. You're doing like exactly, so exactly. Do self-defense for sure. I mean, we have stairs. It's perfect. We could do it on the stairs for sure. Hip throws. I do think though, um, <laughs> there, there's not a lot of, uh, grabs or pushes in, in police training. Whereas in karate, you're, you're learning how to defend yourself from, literally anywhere you could be on the floor you could be standing up someone could be beside you yeah, behind you yeah. grabbing your wrist grabbing your neck grabbing your, your jacket could be anything yeah okay so it, it you know that's actually kind of fun so like in my next self-defense karate classes we can do our traditional self-defense for sure but then at the end we can do a situational thing so like if your back's up against the wall what do you do for sure oh it's different it's fresh right yeah yeah for sure and so now, the opposite effect, if, if police training were to implement something from karate that would be hugely beneficial, what do you think? I think it would have to be the repetition aspect. So when I ask you, how many punches have you done? Oh, yeah. Lots, right? How many punches have my partners have done? 
in a workspace, I don't know, a couple hundred. It's still yeah. not a lot as as much as we have experience wise. Well, technique is super important with punching. I know, for example, if you punch with like we call it our psychin, right? These two mm-hmm. big knuckles. Yep. The odds of you injuring your fist while you punch someone else in Very the face low. is pretty. It's it's lower anyway, right? For mm-hmm. sure. So I, I think it'd be the whole um, anatomy of the body and learning where to kick, where to punch. Proper technique, like exactly. Proper technique. And if you know where to kick or where to punch, you could, I guess, come to the end result faster or sooner, or even with less injury involved. I guess either to yourself or to the other person. I'm well, sure, for sure, too. for sure. Things are more, I guess, focused and yeah. Okay. Okay. For sure. So karate's repetition and technique is great. Uh, the situational awareness and, and experience from the police training is also great. So like, so after being able to experience both worlds, like the karate training and the police training, if you were to give the viewers like some basic self-defense, I guess, tips, uh, what would you what would you say? I would say um, body language would have to be the number one um, value that you pull from uh, police training and from like your own or someone else's, like reading other people's. Oh, re- definitely reading other people's uh, uh, body language. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- that's huge because you're gonna know off the bat if they're gonna be cooperative, compliant, or assaultive, right? Yeah. And I mean, we don't get a lot of that when we train in karate just because of the environment we're in. We're all, we're all friendly. Um, you're not you're not really in that mind state where this person's actually going to try and hurt me. Yeah. Whereas here, you do have that um, mentality, you know, if you're sparring, you're going to get punched in the face. Or if you don't move quick enough in the self-defense, you're going to get punched. Um, it's, it's, all, it's all good here because everyone has each other's backs, but sometimes you can find yourself alone with one person and... Who knows what what's going on in their life? Yeah, we could be oblivious to the situation just because we don't have the experience, like the training experience of this person's, you know, walking aggressively, and it looks like they have the the, the attitude of like we want to we want to do some harm today, kind of thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we don't experience that in our karate class, or not. We don't even role play that either, right? No, no, so that's that's also a huge uh, factor as well. But the repetition here goes a long way, definitely. <laughs> So in terms of tips, reading body language or being aware at least of your surroundings and taking a look at people and like you're walking in a in a parking lot or something, just, you know, be aware. You should be able to tell which people are generally not threats. For sure. So even before this podcast started, we were talking and uh, I kind of told you I learned more self-awareness in karate than I did in, in law enforcement. And I think the reason for that is because we're learning how to use our body, how how to apply a punch with different body parts. So if I see someone's shoulder go back and their elbow lift, I know a punch is coming. Or if I see yeah. a big windup, I know something's about to happen. Yeah. Right. So I think I think karate is is very important with that as well for self awareness and being able to read someone's body language. Okay, cool. And in terms of like basic self defense tips, would you be like would you say awareness is probably the number one? Number one by far. Yeah. By far. Because you're you're safe like if i didn't know you we'd be standing face to face but now as soon as i you know start moving my shoulders around or start moving my feet in a way where i'm looking agitated or active you're gonna be able to pick that up right away right yeah for sure for sure okay cool 
Well, you know what? Thank you so much for uh, for coming on to this podcast. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It was yeah. a pleasure being here. It was, it was a lot of fun. Our, the conversation was slightly different on the podcast than it usually is, but yeah. uh, but that's okay. We'll get back at it. Sounds good. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you viewers very much for uh, listening to podcast uh, number three, all about karate. And uh, I guess the, the end result with this podcast is, uh, yeah, everyone should train in karate, right? 100%. It's definitely something good to learn. Um, at the end of the day, you want to go home, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, thank you all very much for listening. Again, if you have any feedback or if you have any suggestions as to something you want to hear in our next podcast, send it to uh, contact at bmskarate.com. And uh, I'd love to hear uh, you know what you, want to, what you want to see in the next podcast. Anyway, Sensei Marco and Sensei Lewis. Thank you for having me. See you guys later. Take care.